building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Startup Survival. Today, we are talking about Q1. Let's do this. I am so excited to be in a brand new year. It's a fresh start for everyone. And I mentioned on Monday, if you listened to the episode, that 2021 was maybe not a banner year exactly for my company. In many ways, it was awesome. My team is stronger than ever. We have people that are more experienced in every single role. We have a number of people that have been on the team for a while, so they just know how things work. We really had a culture shift last year where we're focusing on doing what's best for the clients above all, which I know is a service company thing, but we really incorporated that into our culture last year. In addition, my management team is now one year into implementing EOS and we are vibing hard, which is pretty cool to see. We had our annual planning meeting a couple weeks ago and it was just clear that we are more on the same page than ever. So that is something really great that came out of 2021. And finally, we had a fairly low amount of turnover during the great resignation, which also is a testament to the kind of company and culture that we're building. And I'm really, really proud of that. A lot of companies are seeing 30, 40, 50% turnover, I've read in some places, which is freaking insane. And a lot of companies just simply cannot hire or fill those positions. And we have had hiring problems and retention problems in the past. I think all companies go through this at some point. But right now, we are retaining the majority of our people. And I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one and pat my management team and our team for just creating a really amazing and supportive culture that makes people want to stay. Now, let's talk about the ways in which 2021 was not awesome. Well, one big one, we did not hit our revenue goals. And there are lots of reasons for that. But at this point, they're just excuses. So we didn't hit our revenue goals. We didn't hit our profit goals. We are currently overstaffed. And I'm confident we're going to fix this one in Q1 because our pipeline is popping. But when you're overstaffed, it leads to sucky cash flow in some ways. We took some clients on with extended payment terms last year, which was a bad call. As a small business, it's hard to pass up on those big clients. Like one that we have is what almost a half million dollar client a year, which is amazing. But having them on extended payment terms means that we are just a little bit more cash strapped than usual. The fourth thing or the reason why 2021 wasn't great is we lost some important accounts as we were going through that culture shift I was just talking to you about. Along with that, we made some bad hires. We had some mistakes there. Not bad people, but people that were maybe not necessarily a fit for the roles that we were hiring for. I could go on and on. 2021, while I know it was a great year for some companies, it was not my favorite year in business. But this is the thing. I am not here to freaking sulk. I am starting the new year 
by getting rid of the baggage of last year. Any stress that I was carrying, I was able to take a little bit of time off over the holidays, and I just refused to bring any negative sentiments or bad attitude from last year into 2022. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about goals for 2022. I'm going to tell you about mine that I'm really excited about, and then I'm going to tell you how we set goals. All right. So my first goal for 2022, we have a big old revenue goal. And this year we are not backing down. The hits are not going to drag us down. I am shifting around my priorities so I can personally get re-involved in sales for my company. I have been involved since day one. I was the salesperson for a long time, and now we've had a head of sales for two and a half years, but he's running solo. He doesn't have a lot of help, and I think I need to be even more involved in bringing leads through my brand and Excelity's marketing. Speaking of Excelity, I am going to be re-taking over Excelity's marketing. This has not been on my plate for a few years, and in hindsight, I think that that is a mistake. It didn't fit, and clearly we have a team full of marketers, so I figured that someone else could do it. But even at our size, this company is my baby, and its marketing should be my brainchild. I want to make it pop even more than it already does, and I'm confident that we can start bringing in even more traffic, awareness, and leads to the company. The fourth goal for the year is improving our onboarding process. This is a big pain point with a lot of marketing agencies, especially. It takes a long time to get onboarded and to get that annual marketing plan or six-month marketing plan, whatever you're doing, in place for the year. Our clients want to move super fast. They're spending investment money. They're here to grow. They don't really want to spend six to eight weeks getting a marketing plan in place. I know that there is value in slowing down to speed up. There is value in doing that upfront foundational work and making sure that you have all of the pieces in place. However, I want to find a happy medium that makes my team happy and feel like they have everything that they need to be successful while marketing on behalf of our clients. However, I want to find a happy medium that makes my team happy and gives them everything they need to market successfully on behalf of our clients and what our clients want, which is always to start yesterday. Finally, I am going to bring an integrator role into the company. In EOS, especially if you've read the book Traction or you've implemented any of the entrepreneurial operating system, there's typically a visionary and an integrator. The visionary is doing the big picture thinking. They're handling some of the bigger relationships. They're involved in sales. They might be involved in marketing. And the integrator is the one that makes everything happen. They're in the nitty gritty details. And we need the integrator bad. I have been wearing this hat for too long. And to be honest, I kind of hate it and I'm not good at it. I think that my company will massively accelerate everything that we're working on if we can get someone that's moving all of those little nitty gritty pieces that's detail oriented and that's kind of being the bad guy and helping make some of the tough decisions. I know that I seem tough and I guess I am tough in some ways, but I'm really freaking horrible at being the bad guy. And I could use help with making decisions that are based on how people feel and what's best for people and also that hold us to our numbers. That is not an area that I shine. All right, let's talk about how to. Hopefully you've already set some goals for 2022, but if you haven't, I encourage you to check out the EOS goal setting system. We met a few weeks ago and we set both our annual goals and our quarterly goals for Q1. So the annual goals are big, huge goals and measurables for 2022. This typically includes things like profit, 
revenue and other numbers that will, at the end of the day, determine how we perform this year. In your annual goals, you want to include anything else that's a big, huge initiative. So if you're updating your product or service or you have a big launch coming up or something like that, that might fall into your annual goals. Then, like I said, we created our quarterly goals for Q1, and that is breaking down your annual goals into smaller pieces and really prescribing how we're going to get there. For example, if you have a big revenue goal like we do, you have to talk about who's responsible for getting there and how. Our Q1 sales goal breaks down into focused lead generation through my brand and through the Excelity brand and hiring a BDR to work under my head of sales, which I think we are really close to, and I'm very excited about that. It's also important to acknowledge that your revenue or whatever sales that you do in Q1 is based on the effort that went into Q3 and Q4 of the last year. So while our pipeline looks good, I acknowledge that this is going to be a little bit of a brute force effort for the next three months. And I could not be more excited to pour some gasoline on the fire and get back into selling for the company. By the way, shameless plug, if you all know any B2B software companies looking for a marketing partner, please hit me up. All right, that is it for today. Q1 2022, what are your big goals? What are you getting into? Send me an email, share this on social, and tell me about your goals. I would love to support you in any way that I can through this podcast. I'll talk to you on Friday. 